0: Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show. It's always good to be with you. As a Christian apologist, I'm bombarded with questions all the time, sometimes regarding specific passages of Scripture, some that perhaps look bizarre and people will ask me to interpret them, which I'm happy to do, but let me explain what I mean when I say interpret. I don't mean that I'm praying about it and asking God for some revelation about what it means. I do mean, though, that the Bible, being 2,000 years removed from us with the New Testament, many more with the Old Testament, needs to be studied in its context. That's the context of the culture, the context of the languages, Hebrew and Greek, the context of other scriptures. Sometimes we see a point here, but there's another point there and we've got to put them all together. The immediate context. Originally, there were not chapters and verses. Sometimes chapters start right in the middle of sentences. So there's a scholastic, disciplined, objective process that we can call interpretation, but often that is not what people mean when they say interpretation. And unfortunately, there are also people who come to me because I'm an apologist and they want the affirmation and they want to share with me a special interpretation that God showed them about a passage. Now, if they mean they've studied or looked at a Greek word, I'm open to hearing about it. I'm not claiming I know everything. I'm just a dumb human being. (laughs) What do I know? That's fine. If it's objective, oftentimes that's not what they mean. I remember a time somebody said, God gave me a dream and he told me what the last supper meant. And I said, well, we don't need a dream telling us what the Last Supper meant. We know what the Last Supper meant. It was Jesus' last supper before he was put to death. We know it was a Passover meal. We do know that some of the Passover symbolism he explained during the meal. This is my body broken for you. This is my blood shed for you. Somebody else talked about the metaphysics of the cross. There was a passage where Jesus was on the cross looking at his mother Mary and looking at his apostle friend John and asking John to take care of his mother after he died. And this person went into this big discourse about all the metaphysics of what would have happened when Jesus was in the grave, and then when he resurrected, and the aerial view he would have had of the cross and the temple. And look, there were all kinds of metaphysical mysteries that went on there. And I'm not saying God couldn't share some of that with somebody, but this person was claiming it was the correct interpretation of Jesus being on the cross, talking to his mother and the apostle John, and his interpretation had absolutely nothing to do with the passage. Now, I'm not saying these people aren't sincere, and I'm not trying to label them false prophets. I don't mean to have that kind of extreme reaction, but I do think we need to be careful. I've said this before, quick review, can God still give prophecies today? Can God still give revelations today? Yes, regarding our personal lives or the direction of your church or perhaps a warning for your country. But doctrinal revelation, anything that reveals something new about the identity of Jesus or the gospel message itself, that comes. Kind of revelation has been closed. When somebody claims to be correctly interpreting Scripture through some kind of prayer or revelation, what they're really saying is that God wasn't already clear the first time. And the Bible tells us that God is clear. Was clear the first time. 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correcting, for training in righteousness. That's a lot of stuff that we can already use the scripture for. And notice he's not saying that it needs to be interpreted. In fact, Peter speaks against that idea. Apparently this was going on in Peter's day. 2 Peter through 21 But know this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture becomes a matter of of someone's own interpretation. For the prophecy was never made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. God already spoke. We don't interpret it. We listen to what he said. We obey what he said. It's already crystal clear. Again, with the caveat that what might have been clear 2,000 years ago becomes clear to us when we study the language and the culture, but I already went through all of that. Listen to this one from Galatians. Galatians one eight. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preached to you. Let them be under God's curse. And in Revelation, we have a very interesting verse. Revelation 22, 18, we're winding down. We're getting to the end of this book. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. Now, they're talking there about the book of Revelation, not the entire Bible. However, what is the book of Revelation? A review of who Jesus is, how we are saved, the past, the present, the future. It's claiming that there's to be no new doctrinal revelation. And Christians do this very innocently. You're in a Bible study. Before the study starts, somebody says, well, let's just pray that the Holy Spirit would give us understanding as we're talking. The Holy Spirit already spoke, my friend. Yes, the Bible is spiritual. It is spiritual in its origin because it came from the Holy Spirit who moved the men who wrote it. It is spiritual in its application because we could not apply it to our lives without the help of the Holy Spirit. But as far as reading it goes, a Christian, an unbeliever, a skeptic, everybody ought to be able to just read the passage and we can agree as to what was. Means. We may disagree as to whether we like it. We may disagree as to whether we plan to obey it. We may disagree as to whether we believe it, but we can agree as to what it means. We do not need anybody to correctly interpret Scripture for us through some kind of revelation, which God says He's not going to give. And again, God can give revelations today about your personal lives, but not revelations telling you what the Bible means. That is quicksand. He already spoke, the Scripture was already inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's already clear. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.